0: Well, welcome to the latest of the ASA podcast with me, Dr. Chris Keel. And there is so much to talk about these days. It becomes a a matter of, of triage, I guess, trying to figure out what is the most important thing to go into at this particular moment. And something that occurred to me just about a week ago, and it's something I think I've talked to you guys about in the past, but it's more interesting maybe now than it has been in a while. As many of you know, I am the guy that does the credit manager's index for the National Association for Credit Management. And I think I've talked about this before, but the CMI is modeled after the purchasing manager's index, which you've all seen. And it has the same kind of advantages and disadvantages. We're talking to credit managers about their world. And because it's a survey, it comes out every month, and it's very current. And because it is a profession that really pays attention to its profession, the data is good. Like with the Purchasing Managers Index, you always know that purchasing managers have a tendency just to report. I mean, it's I'm buying more of something, I'm buying less of something. They don't try to manipulate or fudge the data. Credit managers are the same. What also makes it valuable is that credit managers tend to think into the future. They are not concerned about what your business is doing today they're trying to determine whether they're going to give you terms. You want to buy equipment, you want to buy inventory, you want to buy something. And the company you're trying to buy it from is saying, well, I don't know you and I don't trust you and I don't trust the economy, so I want cash on delivery. And you're like, well, that's not true. You do know me. You do trust me. You do know the economy is doing well. I want 180 day terms. I want to take seven months to pay for this. So the credit manager is the one that's trying to figure out if you're going to get 60, 90, 120, 180, who knows how many days. So they're always looking ahead. They're trying to figure out what the circumstances will be when they expect to be paid. Therefore, it makes the credit manager's index kind of a predictive forecasting tool. Earlier in 2020, we had some of the worst months I had ever seen. I mean, we divide the index into two broad categories, favorable and unfavorable. The favorables are things like sales, applications for credit, dollar collections, amount of credit extended, things that make credit managers happy. The unfavorables are things like rejections of applications, bankruptcies, accounts out for collection, disputes, low pays, all the things that upset credit managers. In the spring, particularly at March and April, the favorables absolutely collapsed. We have the same index that the PMI has. Anything over 50 is positive. Anything under 50 is negative. Those numbers were in the 20s and 30s. I had not seen numbers that low in a decade. By March, April, May, numbers really bad, begun to start coming back in June and July, particularly as far as the favorables were concerned. The unfavorables started to kick in at about that point. Those weren't bad to begin with because there hadn't been time. You know, you're not going to go into collections until your money was due. So even though you were headed for trouble, you weren't there yet. But by the time you got into... July, August, that's when people started struggling to keep up with their credit. The numbers that we've seen recently have finally gotten back to normal. We have seen the favorable numbers back up into the high 60s, even in the 70s when it comes to sales. We've seen the unfavorables get at least above 50, not by much. They're 51, 53, you know, numbers that are right on the edge of falling into the contraction territory but at least they're all out of contraction for now that's giving us some confidence about the future because for all intents and purposes the credit manager is is basing what they do and what they say in that index on where they think the economy is headed and this tends to reinforce this notion that First quarter, maybe slowish growth, but by second or third quarter, we start to see things improve. The other differentiation within the index is that we look at both the service sector and the manufacturing sector. Manufacturing has been more consistently strong. The numbers really never did fall quite as dramatically as they did for the service side. Particularly for our index, it's kind of heavily retail oriented. Uh, We have a lot of retail respondents. So they took it in the shorts earlier in the year and have now started to come back a little bit not as strongly as they would like Uh, there are still a lot of concerns about consumer spending and retail wasn't as strong for christmas as we hoped it would be etc but at least it's stabilizing and then when you look at manufacturing that's showing more growth and we're definitely seeing much better numbers in most of the sectors. Not necessarily aerospace yet, Um, that's expected maybe to kick in by mid-year, but strong in automotive, strong when it comes to farm equipment, strong when it comes to some of the machinery exports that we're sending to the rest of the world. So, Long and short of it is that the credit Managers Index, which has been predictive for the last fifteen years i've been working on it for over ten, is now being predictively optimistic, and that's something that we can we can count on to a degree. Anyone who's interested in seeing this thing and all of its glory with the historical charts and the graphs, and you know I just know how excited you all get about charts and graphs almost as much as an economist. Feel free to request it from me. I'm more than happy to send it to you. Uh it is not difficult to interpret at all. You know, it just gives you a little bit of, of background on kind of where the trends have been and you can see where we've done these remarkable turnarounds from twenty one to seventy three. I mean that is a big gap. So for now, that's it for the podcast. Um, Goodness knows what I'll come up with next time. And if you have questions, remember, I am really anxious to answer those questions. It lets me focus on stuff that is interesting to you rather than trying to figure it out my own. So you can send that either directly to me or you can send it to Aisha and Aisha will get it to me. So thanks again. Enjoy the rest of your day.